I watched a documentary on the Queen's birthday storm that came through in New Zealand quite a few years ago where they had not one, not two, not three, but ten EPIRBs go off within about a 12-hour period as a regatta was making its way across to Tahiti. And I thought straight away about our friends um, there at Marine Rescue, how difficult their job can be, not just taking, you know, we often focus on, oh, this happened today or this happened last weekend or whatever, but they're always fighting multiple fire fronts all the way through. Just how difficult that job would be. Well, it is, and to talk about it, we've got Mike Hammond, who um, is the zone commander for down south, like that's Illawarra, all the way down to Monaro. Morning, Mike. Morning, Kieran. Morning, Grant. How are you? Mate, there's a couple of issues you had last weekend as well. Yeah, we had a few jobs last weekend. Uh, We're rescuing a lot of jet skis lately, so uh, we'd love people to... Yeah, check over their uh, their jet skis and make sure they're running well. They're pretty complex machines. We've been towing a few home, so uh, look after that. But the big one was on Sydney Harbour where there was a, a commercial vessel that capsized with uh, nine people on board and uh, our volunteers did a great job helping the water police uh, sort that situation out and get everyone back safely. And the well, did you get them well. on shore or did they swim over to the bay and go up to the Watson's Bay? Around Watson's Bay, so you go up... Uh, yeah. Uh, who's there at Watson's the Bay? And, uh, the, the restaurant and the hotel? Doyle's. Doyle's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Swim to uh, as I understand. And uh, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a decent job on there for the volunteers in our Port Jackson unit. And a uh, really good job done. And uh, it's been busy everywhere, really, because the weather's starting to get warm again. And uh, I think this weekend's going to be hot and sunny, but also there's some strong wind warnings in place. So please check the weather before you go out, people. And Matt, I don't know if people really get their head around the the dedication uh, of people that that are involved in this. And like that documentary I was talking about a few moments ago, they were on air, the husband and wife team were on air for 72 hours straight. Now, they couldn't do anything other than, you know, uh, report uh, to the rescue centre, but they were continually talking uh, to the yachts that were out there, trying to keep them calm, trying to keep them focused, trying to get situation updates situational updates 72 hours is a long time this is the sort of dedication that we we get from marine rescue yeah it is a long time and our volunteers do an amazing job uh the radio operators have a yeah a difficult job when there's uh multiple rescues on in particular but you're right they can have have a real impact just through their humanity and uh, helping people to be calm reminding them to do the simple things and uh, we've had a lot of really positive feedback about the way the radio volunteers can help people in that situation to uh, you know, manage themselves until help arrives. And being calm can do a lot. Just just knowing, you know, if you're in trouble out there on a boat, whatever type of boat it is, having somebody with that, that calm voice on the other end just chatting to you can really bring your stress levels down. It really can. And, uh, you know, our radio operators, often they, they understand, you know, boating well and they can give some good advice. And I think being in contact with someone like that when uh, you're under some stress and things aren't certain and you're not sure how you're going to get home, I think uh, having a, a connection with someone at Marine Rescue is a really positive thing. And we've seen that happen over and over again. The so- volunteers we've got do a great job of, you know, training and 
you know, all their all their drills and all their time spent really pays off in those situations. Absolutely. So how can we help you out? You mentioned like um, uh, there are a few jet skis uh, having issues. Is there a common problem? Not just I'm not just picking on the jet skis. Is there? Because we've got a very hot day coming up. We know there's people going to go out. Yeah. We know it's, the winds are going to pick up a little bit, you know, around about the 20 to 25 knot mark. Uh, so what what sort of – is there a common sort of a problem that you're facing at the moment? Well, mostly it's the basic ones. It's fuel and batteries. So uh, a lot of boats and, and jet skis too, I'm guessing, because they've been – not used too heavily over the past couple of years. The weather hasn't been great, the pandemic's been on, that sort of thing. And then you finally get some good weather and a decent summer and you get your boat out, but the fuel's old and it's clogging up the filters and lines or the battery's not really up to it. And so you find you you can get it going once, but then after a bit of running, it's not holding a charge. So, yeah, checking fuel and batteries before you go out is probably the number one thing in terms of mechanical failures. Yep. And then it's just smart decision-making. You know, seamanship's just really about using your head, so making smart decisions. Do we go out? Where do we go? Let's check the weather. Let's uh, yeah, time it right. Perfect. Perfect. Because, um, as we say today, you know, it's going to be a little bit warm. Um, there's going to be some pretty strong winds out there, and the currents and the swells aren't, aren't being friendly with each other, are they, Kieran? Uh, no, no, no. They're not going to be kind. One of the other problems, Mike, here, are they all wearing a life jacket? Well, not all, but I'd say life jacket wear has improved dramatically over the last few years. And uh, our friends at uh, Transport New South Wales Maritime have done a good job of uh, encouraging people to do that and the new laws that have been in place for probably 10 years now. That's made a difference. Uh, so we're seeing more people wearing a life jacket, and that's good. I think the, the question then is about, particularly with the inflatable life jackets, have they been serviced and are they in good condition? Because, again, it's, it's a bit like the fuel and batteries. You know, you can buy it a, a bit of time ago. Maybe you haven't used your boat that often, but you're going to get it out now and, and go out this summer. Check those jackets and make sure they've been serviced. Make sure they're, you can get to them when you need them, that sort of thing. So uh, they're a very essential bit of kit and definitely save a lot of lives. So worth investing in and worth having good ones and worth making sure they're up to date. Literally yeah. yesterday, Kieran and, and Matt, literally yesterday... Uh, sorry, Mike. Yesterday, I went out and bought two brand spanking new uh, manual inflator, inflatable, you know, cylinder uh, life jackets. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how do I know if they work? How, cause you, the only way you know and is to pull the string. Jump in the pool. <laughs> jump in the pool. Yeah, I'm right. telling you, that's uh, uh, because we've been worked on Saturdays and Sundays like at various clubs. It might cost me a fortune. No, I might be doing no, it all day. that you go because you'll get a shock. When it explodes. Yeah, they, they're loud. Yeah, and not only that, whoosh, Boom. all over Sun. your body. So to understand, and the other situation is, get in somebody's pool or your own pool and try and put one on, right? Mm. Try and no, put one no, on no, while no, you're no. in the pool. Yeah. This is the education. You've got to have it on. So you must put it on because you, you say, I've got a life jacket on my boat. That's no bloody good to you when you're in the water. And I grew up, I grew up, Mike, wearing one of those, one of those huge, huge, um, uh, you know, big yellow things that you'd, you'd put over and you'd May wrap around. Yeah, it, and it made you feel like the Michelin Man. And there was, there was, you, you did it, you, you, you wore them because you knew it was safe, but it was so uncomfortable. But nowadays that excuse doesn't well, see, exist. They, they were full of foam. Right. These yeah, one, those horseshoe good. ones, Blake and I, when they first came out, Blake and I, 
worked here for four hours each uh, on Saturday, Sunday, wearing them. And you don't even know you've got them on. Yeah. That's you know. right. They're really good these days, so there really is no excuse. And I agree. It's worth putting one on and uh, getting in the pool and setting it off just to understand what that's going to be like and uh, work out how you can swim with it on because it's not as easy as you might first think. Uh, in fact, when I did that experiment, I found it was much easier to swim backwards, a kind of a weird backstroke hybrid. Yeah. So yeah, it just gives you a bit of confidence that if you end up in the water, you'll have some idea how to go about things. And not and only that, it's good. And then you learn how to service it as well. And when you swim backwards, you just do like your arms a little bit like like oars, just out there to paddle, and you can't right. see what I'm doing. But <laughs> um, it, it's keeping the water out of your face. See? Exactly. So therefore you're not getting the water splashing in your face, you're not absorbing any of that, uh, which gives you a panic situation. That's fine. So it's it's really the best thing you've got in that sort of situation. Mm. Of course, prevention's better than a cure. So yeah, great to not end up in the water in the first place. So look after your face, <laughs> check the weather, and you know, be smart about what you take on. I think we're talking about. So, so about uh, that we don't want days. you to go and sell your boat and say, "Look, oh, that sounds too difficult. I'm not going to have a boat." <laughs> <laughs> no, well, on a rough day, there's always somewhere you can go in enclosed waters where it's nice and safe and protected. So, yeah, true, true. Great to get out. Hey, thank you for your time this morning. I hope you and your team have a really, really, really boring day, and I mean that in the nicest possible <laughs> way. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a great one yourself. Okay, Mike. Bye. There you have it, the very latest from Marine Rescue, and they do do an, an, an awesome job. I know we I know we, we talk about it a lot here, but when you think about their dedication to the cause and, and the hours they put in voluntarily to try and keep us safe, you, you've got to give them all the credit in the world. I look upon it like an ad, and we do talk about the life jacket and the safety. There was a, an ad came out many years ago, what bank? And everybody thinks Commonwealth Bank. So safety, life jacket.